Hello and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falcons. I'm Oliver Thompson and I'm and, joined by... And I'm Kyle Nappett. Unfortunately, it's only the two of us at the minute because Hannah <laughs> is busy in the background editing, but she's promised that she'll join us in, in just a little bit when, when she's pressed go on everything that needs to be pressed go on. No problem though, we've got Jaffa Cakes here, we've got a cup of tea, exactly. we're all sorted. And the reason we've got Jaffa Cakes and we've got a few more biscuits in the office is because the marvellous Mr Steve Holmes is back. Yeah. And he was straight in our office yesterday <laughs> with a big, with handfuls of biscuits and handfuls of shortbread and stuff. So the biscuit drought is over. So we we're can, all sorted now. We finally we're... got snacks again, <laughs> which is probably terrible for our general health. But I'm not going to complain too much because he got the... Um, the chocolate fingers, and I hardly ever have those. Is that what is that your favourite biscuit? Well, I don't know if it's my favourite, but it's pretty good. It's like, what about uh, these Jaffa cakes? I'm like my absolute favourite. Uh, so I'm not a big fan of Jaffa cakes. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> anyway, but let's talk about uh, we. Me and you have been really busy this yes, week. Yes, we have been out doing loads and loads of stories, finding out so much, but none other than the demining project that me yes. and you went to. That was really interesting, actually, because that was... Um, so for those of you that don't know, the Falklands is currently... It's got a few mines around the place that have been left over since the 1982 war. Um, and they've been slowly the moving them over the period of years. And I think they're just on, like, the very, very final phase of the project now. So they're, um, they're clearing out York Bay at the minute mm. and a, a couple other places, but they're almost done. So the government in the Falkland Islands is obviously very, very grateful for all the deminers and for Safe Lane for coming down and doing all this great work. So they've got a whole rack of events lined up to say thank you to them. And it all kicked off on Monday when they had a reception at the town hall where all the deminers were down. So were like the MLAs and so was the governor and so was um, like people from the community all, who'd all gathered to say thank you for the deminers for clearing up these islands and giving everyone access to the beaches and different areas again. It is a massive thing, really, because I've only been here a month. Mm. I mean, you've been here a bit longer. Yeah. But for the first time, uh, at, the end of, at the end of 2020, for the first time, people under the age of 38 will be able to live in a, in a mine-free Falcon Islands, which is quite a big... It's a bit mind-blowing, isn't it, when exactly. you think about that? Because obviously there'll be, there'll be people who have grown up here their entire lives and never been able to go to, like, York Bay or Surf Bay and that kind of thing. Um, and it's just mad, like that's one of the things, because um, uh, MLA Leona Roberts stood up and gave a speech where she was mm. saying that before the war she'd be able to go down to the Stone Corral with her mum and like have picnics out there. And then after the war happened, that was all locked off behind the barbed wire because you, cause it was a minefield. And like the joy she felt when she could finally get back out there and finally get back out onto Surf Bay and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's really going to, I think it's really, really going to change things in the islands a bit and give everyone make people a bit more free and able to go where they want to go and not have to worry about the dangers of it. Absolutely. And it was one of your first stories as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was or actually. You were filming a bit about that. It so, was. So um, you've done... Oh, yeah, go on, I'll let you. No, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my first stories was um, going down to... I can't remember the name of it now, but it was the beach that's behind what used to be Backtech. That's the <laughs> only way that I know of it. Um, but yeah, they were doing some demining down there and blowing up some of the mines that they'd collected. And uh, God, they're so loud. <laughs> yeah. So loud. And you can nearly feel it when they go off as well. So I wouldn't. It's lucky that they're actually being safely disposed of, mm. instead of um, someone unfortunately stepping on them or something like that. Well, it's quite a diff. It's a very difficult job, mm. isn't it? To, it is to do a very it. difficult job. And especially after dig so. I mean, I think it was what twelve thousand mines totally cleared and personnel like mines. Something. Like millions that. of square mm -hmm. uh, meters of land kind of cleared up. It's an amazing achievement, really. Yeah, it really, really is. But I'm really interested now because obviously. 
Um, York, York Bay is over by Gypsy Cove, and Gypsy Cove oh. is where all the penguins and stuff are. And once all that beach is cleared out, it's one of the best beaches near Stanley. And um, once that beach is cleared out, it'll be really interesting to see if there's like a shift of people going from Surf Bay or going over to York Bay. And now Surf Bay will be the one that's really quiet and mm. you can go to and there's no one there. And York Bay might be the busier one. So I think that'll be, that'll be interesting to see how that change unfolds. Well, we, we, we can actually go to York Bay and actually exactly. see it. Well, by the end of the year, hopefully. So... Fingers crossed. But also, we were at the Guyana delegation, which has done really, really well on, on uh, YouTube. So yes. Got L- quite a few views. <laughs> Wonderf- wonderfully edited by Ollie Thompson. Stuff it, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, uh, like I say, it's got, got quite a lot of views, yeah. so a lot of interest. Yeah. Uh, people have made a few comments as well, uh, you know, just walking around about the delegation. So, you know, that was a good video. We, we were doing that as well, <laughs> both of us filming. We're doing, we're doing our jobs properly. It's getting, getting people watching, which is always <laughs> Brilliant. And to this week, you've also been in a police car. That was quite excited I have. for that. I have been in a police car. Not for and Mrs. Phones, if you are listening. It wasn't for any illegal activities. I was I was escorted to the police station um, by the one of the lovely inspectors because he was telling us all about the police survey they're about to do. Mm. And he'd come up to the office and said, oh, do you want to go do the interview now? And I'll take you down in the police car. And I went, yeah, sure. Why not? So, um, so a couple of weeks ago, I was in a fire engine, yeah. um, and now this week I was in a police car. So I'm hoping by the end of my time here, I'll be able to be in an ambulance as well. And for, for good reason. And hopefully for it won't no. be because I've broken my arm or something. Yeah. But I kind of want to get, feel like I have to get the trilogy now, get yeah. all the emergency services. And then after that, I can attempt to get into like the search and rescue helicopter or something. <laughs> so, you know, it's all coming together slowly. It's part of but, your ever long, you know, ever extended yes, bucket list. Part of my extended <laughs> bucket list. But no, so yeah, I went down to talk to the police about the survey they're doing, which is they're, they're sending out this survey to the residents of Stanley in the Falklands. Um, just to say, hey, what do you think about the job that we're doing? What, what feedback do you have? Do you think we're doing a good job? Do you think we're doing a bad job? How can we improve? That kind of thing. Um, and they're, they're looking for the sponsors. And I think, because um, they recently had an had a independent review, and I think they came out quite well from that. Mm. So I think now they're just kind of trying to go back to the community and say, what other areas can we improve on and how can we better serve you as a community? Which is pretty good. And that piece is on this week That as well, piece is on this week. Brilliant. So, yes. And me and you also got, well, we ended our journalism careers for a few minutes <laughs> and we uh, was doing a bit of acting. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. <laughs> Marvellously acted, I must say. <laughs> so for people that wasn't aware, we was helping out film for the Falkland Islands holiday and me and Kyle had to pretend, you might see it, you know, have a, a bit of cameos on it, but me and Kyle pretended to be tourists. Yes. So we had to get changed in proper tourist <laughs> gear. Um and walk along into the Falcon Islands holiday van. Yes, we did. Yeah, we had, to, we had to get our cameras around our necks. And <laughs> Ollie went home and put on his cap and put on his like summer t-shirt <laughs> yeah, and all it. sorts. Um, so that was really interesting. We had to we were giving these like um, information packs that yeah. were um, supposed to be for these French tourists. So we were like Felipe or Philippe for a day. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. I've not done a lot of acting, although I suppose a lot of the on-camera stuff we do here is kind of like acting. <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'm, I am a local celebrity now. Oh, and here I, we I go. To, I need to You've had this all week. Build, all week. build my, build my <laughs> repertoire, if you will. But hey, and also you were, um, oh yeah, about the coronavirus as well. You were yes. doing stuff about that. So speaking of the emergency services, if we backtrack a little bit, um, yeah, I was also, I was actually at the hospital this week because I was speaking to the chief medical officer, um, Becky Edwards, 
about the coronavirus that um, is currently it's currently in the news a lot internationally. Mm. I think people are in a bit of a panic about it because the um, the city of Wuhan in China has gotten been put on lockdown basically. Mm. Um, so people are a bit worried about what this virus is and if it's spreading and how bad is it and everything. But the interesting the interesting thing that um, that Becky was telling me is that the coronavirus that is currently that everyone's so worried about currently has like a lower mortality rate than seasonal influenza. So it doesn't sound like it's something you should be overly concerned about. Obviously, if you are feeling unwell or, or are worried about it, you should contact the hospital and stuff. But it's not maybe not quite something that people in the Falklands that they should be panicking about because they're, like, the Falklands is fairly isolated from the rest of the world just based on geography. And um, because of that, it's probably unlikely that coronavirus would come down here, but the but the hospital is kind of taking steps to go. Okay, in the in in the case that this does happen, what should we do? How should we be prepared? Which is good. It's always, as I say, it's always better to prevent than cure. So yeah, it's still very important, especially yeah, exactly. considering the Falkland Islands. There's a lot of tourist cruise yeah. ships coming yeah. to the uh, to, to the islands, so it's always you know it's always good to see. Um, where, how it could be prevented? And no, did, exactly. did she mention at all how it could be prevented? Or? Um, well, she was saying she was saying mainly just kind of like obviously, like you say, this is taller season, and it's, and because of that, all the new people in the islands, the the amount of illness tends to go up a little bit, just because like if there's new people here, they'll probably be bringing colds and stuff with them, and other people will get them. Um, so just general kind of wash your hands, don't try to sneeze on people, that kind of thing. And um, if you are feeling unwell and you do think that you've got a virus or something like that, just phone the hospital, get their advice. Don't go into the hospital because the last thing you want to do is go into the hospital and then give someone else a cold or yeah. something else like that. So yeah, phone, phone up for the, some advice and then the, the hospital will advise you as what to do. And then you were also doing stuff with the Red Ensign group yes, as well, I was. which is quite interesting. Yes, I'm... I was. Um, so the Red Ensign group is... Uh, if, let me let me remind myself. Of this. <laughs> um, but that <laughs> group is basically <laughs> it's basically like um, so it's like the UK and thirteen other territories, um, overseas territories for the United Kingdom that form the Red Ensign Group, and they basically discuss and manage um, maritime issues, so stuff around ports and mm. stuff around like um, what kind of laws and regulations should there be around shipping and what kind of stuff should be um, like. Pollution-wise, like what what should ships be doing and that kind of thing. Um, so for the second time ever, the Red Ensign Group are coming to the Falklands. I think they were first down here in like 2005. Oh wow! Okay. And now they're back again un under the invitation of Mr. Chris Locke, who is the oh, harbour master Mr. down here in the Falklands. And, and you got um, an interview with him as well. I did. I did get an interview <laughs> with Chris Locke, um, which is interesting. I've never interviewed Chris Locke, Chris before, but he was quite good. Mm. He was, um, he's very passionate about his ships. Every time I every time I talk to him about anything maritime maritime related he seems to really know his stuff yeah and i think he's quite excited that they've actually come down so that's good so they've got like a whole week-long conference going on next week where they're going to be talking about all kinds of things from shipping to pollution to balls and blah 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 mm. it's all a bit too technical for me because i don't know <laughs> other than that a ship floats i don't really know much about ships oh that's so. that's you know that's so, essential yeah. isn't it really that's, that's the thing that's the, that's what you need to know but yeah so they're gonna come they're coming down here for their whole week-long conference and I think next week we should be able to go down and film the opening ceremony and I think they've got oh, like wow. a little a little bell that they ring as part of that so I think we'll get get a few shots of that as well. Is that like the traditional thing then because I know that some boats or ships hmm. kind of uh, hit a you know 
hit a champagne bottle. I yeah. don't know whether that's <laughs> another thing or whether well, I don't, totally, I don't think yeah. I don't think they'll have a champagne bottle, but I know that I think it's a traditional thing for the Red Ensign group where like mm. who the bell follows it along to whatever country's hosting the conference. Oh wow, that year. okay. So um, there's a short video on their website of Chris Locke ringing the bell and saying, "Oh, it's coming to the Falklands this year," and I think the um, the chairman will be ringing the bell while they're down here as part of the opening ceremonies to be like. The Led Unsung Group conference commences <laughs> or something like that. So it's quite big then, really, in, the, yeah. in the industry. Then, I think, I think so. I think it's, um, I think it's fairly no, well known if you're part of the shipping and maritime world. Mm. Not that I, not, a, not that I am. <laughs> not but. yet. Not, maybe we'll see. Uh, brilliant. And we've also we're quite busy as well. We've got a lot coming up. Uh, so this weekend or tomorrow. Uh, we do have the Government House Gardens Open Day, which first ever time for myself. Yes, we do. Is it first time for you as well? Uh, I think I've been into the Government House Gardens before. All oh, right, okay. Um, briefly, and I think I've seen some of the polytunnels and bits and pieces that they've got. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting because everyone always says about how nice the produce is from Government House and yeah. all the fruit and vegetables and the grapes especially. So um, <laughs> yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be good. And it's always nice to go down to Government House because it's such a beautiful building and such a beautiful kind of area that it's in mm. that you know what i could i could spend a morning there going through the <laughs> gardens and maybe we, should, we should probably bring a book and like sit around like philosophers in the garden going <laughs> ah life we, we, what we, does it mean i think we need to sort out our fitv polytunnel we need to sort yes, that we, one yes, out and get do. some a few produce well, you in need there. To, you need to start your tomato plant i do you've, yeah I need you've to been get that promising that since you got here <laughs> and i'm yet to see any any tomato pl plants sprouting it will be there soon it will be there i just need to uh, well that's why i'm going a bit of research oh i to get a bit getting of some advice. top tips from gardeners. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver's, Oliver's green thumb is sprouting finally. <laughs> yeah. One day. But yeah, and then also we've got Steve's going away to the MPC rugby. Yes, he is. Yes. Which is between Stanley and um, the military as well. So yes. that's going to be a, an interesting... It's part of the Dragon Cup. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I don't know how they how they landed on the name the Dragon Cup because yeah. it sounds very very um, epic, doesn't intense it? Intense, yeah. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> which is like. which is probably why they chose it. But I don't know if there's actually a reason behind it, or maybe it's got something to do with Wales. I don't know. But um, but yeah, that was exciting. Like you say, Steve's going on up to that. Yeah. Um, I think Steve should take part. I think he should <laughs> should join so the too. rugby team and. I think he'd be pretty good at it. Yeah, I think he'd be all right. <laughs> I think he would. To be fair, on Sunday, this is going to be a big event for more for yourself as well yes. because it is the spinners uh, and weaving at the museum. So yes, obviously you're experienced at spinning and weaving. I'm so. such, such an, as, as Mrs. Foams knows, <laughs> and as I have demonstrated for her on this very podcast, I know everything about knitting and weaving and crocheting. I know the hand movements. <laughs> I know the different yarn. I don't know anything. This is all. This is all <laughs> no, made, you, you massive, made a square. You made a square. I made. I made. A, I weaved a square <laughs> once, and I also knitted a row once. And then someone came over and went, "Who knitted this? This is bad." And I went, "Me." And then they went, "Oh, it's it's okay. It's good for the beginner." I was like, "Okay, sure." Um, but yes, the spinners and weavers will be down at the museum, um, spinning and weaving as they do. Mm. And I think there's a ITV film crew coming down to uh, film them as well as part of. I don't know what it's part of, but it seems. Terribly interesting. We might have to go down and do some do a cheeky bit of networking as yeah. well, and say hello. This is this is FITV. <laughs> How can we help you out? Absolutely, which yeah. will be perfect. And, and then, then, in terms of sports as well, there's so after that there's the Stanley Cup, which is to do with the golf. On Friday. Yes, later that week there is the golf cup. Now, yeah. do you know anything about golf, Ali? 
crazy golf. I'm good at I'm all right at that. And maybe mini golf. And there's this uh, thing that we had back at home called foot golf. Foot golf? Yeah, and what it is, it's football and golf put together. So you, you can, rather than like uh, hit, a, bo- hit a, yeah. a ball with a club, you, I think it's a club, yeah. Is yeah, it, yeah, isn't it? club. Um, yeah, you kick it with the, with the football. It, with, um, you, like fo- it's like football yeah, yeah. and golf put together. And you have to try and get the football into like a big hole on a, oh, on a golf okay. course. Is it is it the same way as golf? Like you know how when you go play golf, you've got your twelve different golf clubs, or whatever. Yeah. When you go there, do you have to change your shoes out constantly <laughs> to like? That's okay, so this, this one, this one's idea. like a chipper. <laughs> this one's like a proper a proper. I don't even know. I, that's the only that's the only golf club I know the name of. And a driver, the isn't even a, like a putter. A driver, the putter. Uh, a wedge. A wedge. That's as far so as I know. So you do know about golf. I know a little bit, but like, <laughs> not, not too much. But yeah, we only played with a couple of friends. But in response to your question, no, I don't really know much about golf. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. But, but uh, yes, yeah, so we'll be going down to the golf cup. And I've never filmed a golf tournament before, so it's going to be an interesting challenge. No, I, I've, um, and like I say, because my granddad's such an avid golfer, I've spent many, many a day watching golf tournaments on the TV. And it always seems to be a lot of just blue skies <laughs> as they like try to follow the ball wherever yeah. it's going. And it's like, oh, look, and there's the ground. And oh, I, I guess the ball's over there. I don't know. But, but, I mean, here there must be a, like the wind element, surely, mm. because it's very, very windy in the whole place. I don't understand how people can golf. Like there is a golf course. Yeah. But based on the wind alone, I don't know if they've got some special techniques that they use or if oh. maybe the golf course is just shielded. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see purely from how they handle the wind, <laughs> what it's going to be like. But uh, no, it should be good. Yeah, yeah, it should, it should be. be good. And then we've also got a relay walk as well. Yes, we do. Which is on sa- the, well, next Saturday. Yes. On uh, the 8th. So that's going to be interesting. It's quite sporty, isn't it? Lots quite a lot of, of activities. Although the relay walk is done by the fire clues based up at mm. NPC and the fire service that's based in Stanley. And they're, they're starting out from NPC and walking all the way to Stanley um, and they're doing it as a relay, so they'll get to a certain point and swap out for someone else, and they'll go to a certain point. You know, like how a relay works. Um, yeah. But they're going to be doing it in their full, like, fireman's kit and have breathing apparatus on their backs and all sorts. So God knows how they're going to get on with that. Although mm. they are all terribly fit, because you have to be in the yeah, you in, have to be in in fire service. But God, and I think they're all in, they're all in training for it a little bit. So uh, that should be good. It'll is be it, interesting to see how, they, how well they do. It's quite a serious thing for it them, is isn't quite it, a serious well, thing. Whereas... You know, for me, I think I'd be a bit, you know, perfect to be behind the camera. Too, I, f- I think I'd, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to pull that off. I'd probably be able to pull, walk a little bit, just wearing my normal clothes, but in all that fireman gear, <laughs> God knows. <laughs> well, I did, I was, me and Hannah went down to the HMS Force. Yes. Uh, and like I said, oh, I was yes, hollered we were... in to, uh, to wear the fire, uh, you know, fire suit. And it's, it's incredibly heavy. Yeah, I know. And especially having to run around with it, with it on it is, and with all the tanks and things, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, is, is a very heavy, you know, bit of equipment. So God knows know. how they're going to be doing that walk. <laughs> Didn't they do oh. like a, a fire, uh, pulling a, uh, a fire engine? Yeah, they did a fireman's pull, but they weren't in their full gear. They were just kind of wearing their trousers and their shirts and stuff. So I think, um, I think they weren't, they weren't so bad then, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah. But then the other thing that's happening next week, and it's a big thing for the islands as well, I, I imagine, but there's the, U, the UK ambassador to, to Brazil mm. is visiting the islands. Yay. So there's, there's a government house reception for them, and he's also going to follow us about for the bit for the day. 
and shadow us and see how we work and what we do. I think we've got a Which super busy day that day. Super busy day. <laughs> Keep us all gonna, uh, on our toes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to be very strange having someone shadow us, especially like an mm. ambassador, who's someone who seems very official and very yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. high up. So I'm a little bit nervous about that, but hopefully we'll be able to keep him entertained and keep him well informed about the importance of FITV and the things that we do. And maybe we'll even be able to sell him a subscription. So, you know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, and I think finally on our, on our magical list of things that we've been up to. So we've been doing stuff, you know, loads of stories that we've uh, got involved in. We've done our acting career. Yes, we have. And we've also been behind the bar and yes, we been have. heavy lifting as well. So yes. For Burns Night. <laughs> we're, all, we're, all, we're all feeling very, very buff and very, very kind <laughs> yeah. of muscly now because we've been carting booze up and down the town hall steps for the past few days, last weekend. Yeah. Um, but that was all in aid of the Burns Night celebration that we did. And I think it went marvellously well. I everyone, think so too, yeah. Everyone seemed to have a lot of fun. And you even managed to have a go at some of the traditional... Scottish dancing yes, as did. well. Yes, <laughs> I did. I was I was put out onto the dance floor um, and danced with um, lovely Elliot Vincent, and I, I felt really bad for him. So Elliot, Elliot always gets on the dance floor at these kinds of things, and he always has a great time. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a bit of a dance, and we we did the waltz together. And I didn't know any of the steps, right. so he was telling me how to do them, and then I was forgetting them because I was focusing on my on where my feet were. <laughs> And it had come round again to the, like, looping round to the next bit of steps hmm. again. And I was, like, getting it long and blah, and it was a whole, it was a mess. It was a mess. And I apologised in case I stepped on anyone's toes. But, no, I think, the, I think overall, apart from my dancing, the Burns Night was, went really, really well. Everyone seemed to enjoy themselves. The food was amazing. I've yeah, never had, absolutely. I've never had haggis before. And I'd had that for the first time, and it was absolutely delicious. So, hats off to the chefs at the Malvina. Absolutely. And... And the brownie, because me and you sat yes. with each other for the eating the brownie, yes. and that was so. That nice. was interesting because they they did like a bit of a deconstructed Mars bar kind of thing. Oh, it was so, like yeah, that was it. Not a brownie. chocolate chocolate bar with like a bit of caramel on top and a bit of nougat and all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Was absolutely delicious. And I was, I, I realised after after we'd eaten it, you know the sorbet in the middle. Yeah. It was iron blue. It was an iron oh, blue sorbet. sorbet. Ah, yeah. okay. So it was all properly Scottish. Ah, nice. Um, and you know what? The food was great. The, the speeches were excellent, especially um, like Sterling giving the toast to the haggis mm. and Nicholas, the ply from the lassies and um, Ian Copland's um, toast to the lassies as well. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> all, in, all in the spirit of Burns, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I think it went well and I'm happy with how it went. Yeah, like I say, we were, well, we were there from early on in the day yeah. you know carting making everything look nice and making you know putting all the tables Doing out all the finishing touches exactly moving, yeah moving napkins so they were you did origami placed. didn't you oh, well, <laughs> we'll say origami but i'll, we're I'll say I'll, I'll take credit for it they did completely package like that but i will take credit for folding the napkins but, <laughs> but would you celebrate it next year because obviously next year you'll be in i don't know i don't know if i would i don't know firstly i don't think anyone back home Back at least where I'm from, with the mm. North Burns Night is, and while I am half Scottish, I don't. I've never really done any Scottish celebrations or anything like that, so I don't know if I would. I think, and plus, how can you compare to what we did? Yeah, no, this year. So, nah, I think maybe maybe if I get invited to a Burns Night, I'll be like, okay, I know what that is. I'll go. <laughs> That's a bit of fun, but yeah. we shall see. The benchmarks at home. Okay, brilliant. We'll uh, we'll leave it there then. Yeah, unfortunately, Hannah couldn't join us because <laughs> I think she's. She's very, very busy at the moment. Yeah. So it's just the two of us. But you know what? I think we did slightly better without her anyway. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> fair enough. We'll definitely leave it on that note. But <laughs> exactly. Um, 
So we'll definitely leave it there. So thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Meanwhile in the Falcons. Um, you can catch us on the television. On what channel was it? Uh, we are still figuring out what channel it is. <laughs> um, it's one of the 800s. If you're subscribed in the Falklands, just search the 800 channels and you'll probably find us. But if you're overseas and you have an internet connection, you can find us on fitv.co.fk. We can subscribe. It's a whole year's worth of shows for 60 quid a year. So, you know, it's an absolute bargain. You'd be a <laughs> fool not to do it. And if you want to find more episodes of our podcast, Me on Falklands, they are uploaded weekly to YouTube and SoundCloud. So you can find us there. Brilliant. And that's left for us to say. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>